0: You know that you have that idealised vision in your mind about how things might be and the order in which things need to be done when you're moving house. But this, this is too much. I've gone back into my shipping boxes, taken out the toaster that I bought, and it will be shipped to Malawi so I can have toast now, not in a year or two's time. There. There. I feel a relief coming on already. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK. But I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After travelling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi a small country the size of the UK which is in the east side of the African continent and I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode 137. Greetings everyone. I hope you are able to locate your joy wherever your heart's desire is seated because that is so very important in giving you the strength to keep pushing for your dreams. So, I have this really funny story to tell you, which came about when I was speaking to a friend about living in Malawi. And my friend said, Oh my God, it sounds wonderful. I bet there's nothing you miss about the UK, is there? And of course, I said, No, there isn't. But after the conversation finished, I thought, Asha, why are you lying? Why are you lying? I knew that there are some major things that I miss about the UK when I'm at home in Malawi. And so in this week's episode, I'm going to share my top five misses with you and how I'm dealing with them. Just so you know that there may be times when you have to think ahead about the things that you will miss because only you understand you and my misses might surprise you. So at number five, the first major thing I miss about the UK when I'm home in Malawi, would you believe it, is documentaries. I am a huge documentaries fan. I have always lived in big people's world. And as a child, I was called Anafe, which means nosy. Uto Anafe was often the sentence that was heard coming out of my mother's mouth. You are too nosy. Because I always wanted to know the answers to big people's questions. Questions that sometimes had nothing to do with me. And I carried that quirkiness into my adult life and found a joy watching documentaries and just learning the answers to some of the world's questions. And I did that. As I said, through watching documentaries, I love them. And when I've worked all day for hours and hours and hours and then I settle down for the evening, all I want is a good documentary. That's what I miss. Malawi is not a country of documentaries. In Malawi, it's about farming, church and government news with the occasional look at community projects, although this is changing with new TV stations like Mibawa, which strives to bring new types of content to the younger viewing audiences. But change is slow. So to get documentaries in Malawi, for now, you have to buy really expensive American cable TV, And when you buy it, you find that the quality and range of the programming is so inferior to what you get in the West, but it's charged at the same price. It's a bit like cast off medicines that they send to Africa thinking that we're going to be grateful. It's old and tired. The old TV programmes are a decade old and more. And me, I refuse to buy because I know that we in Malawi are being scammed. So what I find myself having to do when I'm visiting the UK and just before I return home to Malawi... Well, what I do is to search all of the major TV channels and download as many documentaries as I can find, downloading them to my tablet so that I've got things that I can watch for months at a time when I get home. One of the things that you may not know about me is that I also suffer from really bad insomnia. It doesn't matter how tired I am. There is no sleep in my eyes. And so to rest and maybe catch a little sleep, what I do is watch documentaries. But when I'm home in Malawi for maybe six, eight or ten months at a time before visiting the UK, of course, I run out of documentaries to watch. And remember, I can't just download new content because in an earlier episode, you'll remember me sharing with you that buying internet data in Malawi is really expensive. I can easily spend hundreds of pounds a year just buying data for my work. So using data to download new documentaries is an absolute no-no. It's too expensive. So I find myself hankering for the time to come when I will be visiting the UK. Because like any docu-junkie, I need to get my fix and I get excited about what I may have missed and what I can download in the time I'm in the UK. And sometimes I'm so greedy, I don't even wait to get home to Malawi. I start watching on the flight home. So I really miss documentaries and the ease with which we can access this type of content in the UK. My advice, if you're like me and you enjoy a particular type of content, download your supplies before you leave for your travels. At number four is my books. I am like my mother. I just love books. But books are heavy to carry in luggage. Now, although I've transferred my reading to e-books and audio books, Having a hard copy of a book in my hands is like such a joy to me. I have a whole library of books in the UK, but I have nowhere to put them yet in my house in Malawi. So I have very few books that I work with in Malawi. But every time I'm working on a piece of content, I get frustrated because I know the angle that I'm looking for or the piece of information that I need is in a book on my bookshelf in the UK. And I also know that I will have to wait months before I can get to the UK to find the exact quote or piece of writing I need. And this won't do. If I'm writing a piece now, I need to finish the piece now. So I always have to settle for a substitute piece of writing. Unlike like any great outfit you put together, if your outfit looks banging and you look at yourself and you know you look good and then you find you really needed that pair of shoes that you had left somewhere that would really set the outfit off, having to use a substitute pair just puts a bit of a downer on things because you know you have the shoes, you just didn't know you would need them. And that's what it feels like with me and my books. I know I have the exact book that I need on my bookshelf in the UK, but I just didn't know I would need that particular book. And don't think you can just pick up specialist books in Malawi. No. Again, I would have to order the book from America or the UK, and pay an absolute fortune to ship the book to Malawi, way, way more than the book is worth. So I have to settle for substitute content. But like that pair of shoes, it never quite feels the way I want it to feel. So I've told you about my documentaries and my books. At number three is getting supplies particularly office and equipment supplies like paper and printer cartridges. It's a nightmare. What Malawi has is cheap imports of stationery from China, the kind of stuff that we would buy for our children to muck around with until they're old enough to move on to the good stuff. The kind of paper, for example, that when you write on it, The pen goes straight through the paper with just the lightest of touch. It's really annoying and I wouldn't mind if the prices we pay reflect the cheapness of the products. Nah. Instead, we pay mid-range quality prices because, of course, vendors have to offset their costs to make a living. It's not their fault. That's one of the reasons I started writing in pencil like a primary school ute. I find that writing in pencil preserves the paper because, as I said, it's not the fault of the vendors. At least they're getting us the supplies. It's just that I feel limited in my free writing because I always have to make sure that I don't put the pencil through the paper and I'm not even going to mention the printer cartridges, except to say, walk with your things. So when I'm planning to come to the UK, I get excited because I start making lists of office supplies that I need. And it makes me feel like I'm on a mission to get to the UK and stock up on all the goodies that I need and then take them back home. At number two is the DJ and sound system raving. I am mad for music, and I am mad for dancing. I love dancing. From being a child, and dancing in amateur competitions, from primary school age right into my late 20s, before switching to martial arts, I have always danced and I miss sound systems and the atmosphere of the dance. I miss when we arrive at the dance and see everyone clinging to the outside edges of the room with a big empty space in the middle. Because when I see that space, all I think is good, more space for me. And I'm off with my sisters just watching me and shaking their heads. Me? space I'm gone and that will be me for hours until the night is finished. I miss that so much so when I'm planning to come to the UK I really look forward to and hope that I will get at least one sound system dancing during the time I am there. I really look forward to that. Malawi has one sound system And it's a really recent thing that I know will really take off in the future because that is what a younger audience is demanding. But for now, in Malawi, it's all about the live shows. People go out and they expect to see a live band every week. And it's not just any band. No, they expect to see the top bands in the country every week or it's a problem. No PAs like we have in the UK. Nah. Lead singer with full backing band as it is on the record or it will be a problem. So when my husband and I go out, we go out to a live show and that show will have two, maybe three bands for the night And it's live music. I have had to learn to adapt because I found myself looking stupid just standing there whilst everyone else is shacking out. Now, it could be the beer why people are raving so hard. But me thinks it's the great music that the bands produce. So I had to get over myself and just join in. It reminds me of when I went to Dominica with my family And getting there and realising that there was no reggae music. I was in an absolute coma. I just couldn't understand how people could listen to soccer for seven to eight hours non-stop. And then say they'd had a good night. But then when I went to a live show for one of the top bands in the country, everything changed. And after that show, I learned to adapt. And before I knew it, I had to eat my words and not for the first time. So for me, even though I've adapted to the Malawi music scene, which I love, I'm a DJ and sound system girl without apology. And that's what I crave. And when I come to the UK, that's what I hunt for. And at number one, you're going to laugh. My number one most missed thing when I'm in Malawi is, wait for it, toast. Hot buttered toast. I am the biggest toast fan you will ever know. I love toast, but in Malawi, there is no concept of toast in local village culture, no, burn the bread. Why, people ask, why are you burning the bread? Just eat the bread na no? It's so funny and yet so tragic for me. And added to the drama is that I'm vegan. And so even if I could get the toast, I wouldn't get the butter. And there's no substitute here but to wait until I get to the UK or pay stupid high prices to stay in a Western style hotel that serves English breakfasts, which includes toast. And that would be going too far. When I'm in the UK, I eat toast probably five days out of seven. And sometimes I eat toast for breakfast, lunch and dinner. That's how bad I am. So after battling with this craving and also trying to crush the craving because I kind of thought about whether this was a good thing or whether this was normal, I finally come to the decision that I'm going to ship a toaster and a food processor to my house in Malawi because my plan is to make my own vegan butter and to toast my bread. I'm too old to change and too old to change now. I want toast and toast is what I am going to have. So this time, when I go to the UK, I'm going to pack my toaster and some other equipment into a barrel. And that barrel will be shipped to Malawi so that I can have toast. And I am not ashamed. My plan was to ship my things when I have everything in place. You know, you have that idealised vision in your mind about how things have to be and the order in which things need to be done when you're moving house. But this is too much. I've gone back into my shipping boxes, taken out the toaster that I bought and it will be shipped to Malawi so that I can have toast now. Not in a year or two's time. There. I feel a relief coming on already. So those are the five things that I miss the most when I'm home in Malawi. Why am I telling you this story? It's because I found it funny and I thought you might too. But more than that, it's about the importance of being able to adapt to our surroundings And to look for answers that allow us to make the absolute best of the situations we find ourselves in. You see, African people, we are the most adaptable people on the planet. And against that backdrop, we will always find a way to win and always find a way to fly. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and in fact, Let me know if you've had similar experiences. You can find me on all the social media platforms. Don't forget to like, comment and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues and to take some time to leave me a review on iTunes if you listen on Apple or anywhere else where you can leave a review. Reviews help to push the podcast up the rankings so others can find me. I wish you a strong and positive week with lots of laughter and joy. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and until the next episode, I'm out.